everyone. Welcome to another episode of Real Talk with Teddy and Lisa. My name is Teddy Parsons. And my name is Lisa Allen Coast. Teddy and I are so excited you're joining us today. But before we get started, I wanted to share something interesting with all of you. According to a survey done by MoneyWise.com in August of 2021 that graded the rudest cities, I say rudest cities in the U.S., <laughs> Michigan, shocker, came in at number 17, and our rudeness score was 47.05, and our rudest city is Detroit, according to them. We will be sure to list the link to this study on the episode narrative for today's podcast. But what do you think of those apples, Teddy? Well, honestly, it sounds a bit skewed to me, as of course, Detroit would be considered a rooted city because they're our largest city. I would have been more concerned and probably more interested in the study if they would have said Sault Ste. Marie was the rudest place in Michigan. Um, maybe some <laughs> northerners think that. <laughs> okay, anyway, so uh, damn it, now I'm being rude. Okay, thanks for sharing that. Let's get spooky here and talk about Halloween. Sometimes it's my friend Elaine Stewart Isley, who was on a, uh, well, you were out you know, jet setting around and Shelly Davis Boyd stepped in. Uh, Elaine Stewart Isley was our podcast guest and Halloween is her favorite holiday. She and her husband, Paul, put on a massive Halloween party every year, I think, which is next week. Um, not inviting people, I'm just telling you about it. So, um, so what's your favorite thing about Halloween or do you have a great Halloween story to share? Well, I am with your friend. I love Halloween. I've always loved Halloween, even as a kid. And I don't know if it was the candy. But I'm sure the candy had a, you know, played a big part in it. But I just always thought it was fun to dress up and be silly. And I had Halloween parties for years at my house. And um, of course, you weren't invited because this is before I knew you. Um, but we had, you know, tons of Halloween parties and we had lots of funny uh, stories to share. We had people falling down. We had people missing. We had a woman who came to our house dressed as a witch and she fell into a hole in our yard and she actually started bleeding. And when she came to the door, my husband opened the door and said, that is a great getup. <laughs> She was actually bleeding, Teddy. <laughs> and of course, I yelled at him for not fixing the hole in the yard, which I had asked him to do. But my best Halloween story is in the 90s, uh, during the Clinton administration and the Monica Lewinsky scandal, I decided it would be fun to dress up like Monica Lewinsky. And I went out and I got the blue dress and I got the, the chapeau, the French hat in black. I also got a big, huge cutout of Bill Clinton and I put Bill Clinton in the office. I had a cigar. Okay, I'm telling you, I, I went all out. And, um, you know, I, I had fun at work. We had a thing at my, where I worked at the time where if, if you dressed up, you got a day off. And some of my friends may remember this. And it was great fun because everybody dressed up. There were prizes, you got a day off. Uh, it was just a blast. But in the afternoon, I had to leave to go to my daughter's school. And so I think she was in fourth grade at the time and I show up and all the parents who are dressed are in the back and we're just there to sort of stand and observe. But all of a sudden the teacher says, and we have some wonderful Halloween guests joining us here. Could you all go down the line and explain who you are today? Okay, I start to panic. Who am I? 
how can I stand in front of my daughter's fourth grade class and tell everybody that I'm Monica Lewinsky? So my heart's starting to pick up. They go through a couple people, they get to me and they say, who are you today? And I blurt out, I am Celine Dion. I couldn't think of anything better to say and everybody bought it. I don't know why, because I look like French Monica Lewinsky, but it was pretty funny. And, um, you know, I tried to be a good example to my daughter, right? She didn't even know who I was to this day. I think she still thinks I'm, I was, uh, you know, Celine Dion. (laughs) (laughs) So how about you? What's your favorite Halloween story? Well, first, I want to start by saying um, we just did an episode on friendships, and I'm going to have to say, keeping it real, you're not really a good friend if I wasn't even invited to your Halloween parties before I knew you. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. (laughs) Anyway, so, you know, it's funny because as you're talking about your work Halloween party, I um, started thinking back um, several years ago uh, where I used to work at LEAP, the Lansing Economic Area Partnership, and uh, Bob Trezice, our president and CEO, who's still there. Hi, Bob, if you're listening. Uh, He always really did a great job in uh, throwing Halloween parties, and it was a big deal. We took the afternoon, and we usually went to Spare Time Bowling Alley or to a bowling alley, Royal uh, Scott or something. We bowled and had pizza and uh, we had a costume contest and I won one year and uh, I had put a lot of thought and time into my costume. I uh, got a, I went as a priest and again, no offense to anyone who is uh, Roman Catholic, Catholic or um, who is uh, you know highly religious. I went as a priest and I actually uh, bedazzled and everything. And it looked like a real, um, you know, priest costume outfit. As a matter of fact, I might have pictures of it. I even went as far as to, um, uh, I bought a, uh, at Michael's, you can buy, um, they're like made out of cardboard, but they, you paint them. And so it looked like a book and then you could open it. And so inside I put a bottle, a fifth of Jack Daniel whiskey. And so I was the naughty priest, but anyway, so I won that. And I just, I remember that I never dress up for Halloween. I don't like Halloween. It's not one of my uh, favorite Halloween uh, uh, holidays. I know people love it. It's not mine. Not never cared about. It, not even really much as a kid. But um, I do. I do appreciate watching the great costumes. So, um, and so one of the things I was thinking as you're talking about that about. Um, you know, as we go into Halloween. Um, oh, let me ask you something. I just, as a matter of fact, uh, Amazon Prime, I'm on to Amazon and Netflix right now that I noticed all the classic Halloween stories you have to pay for now. Normally they're free with your membership, but so I paid the $3.99 and Sunday night I watched Halloween, the original with Jamie Lee Curtis. And, you know, I always love that. It's still good, but um, so many, I, I mean, anyway, I just laugh at um, how bad it was made, but it was what 1978 or 1973 anywho so um let me ask do you believe in witches do you believe witches ever um or do you believe they're still around what's your thought on witches do you believe in witches wow that is a good question um well you've been caught a witch once or twice right i mean you you know you just it's just one letter you just have to replace the w with the b i'm not sure which one i was called teddy but i'm sure i've been called both Both and worse um you know and i do have a witch you know uh witch costume in my basement and i have worn it at times even when it isn't halloween what the heck just put it on 
just in, lean right in Kroger in your local Meyer. <laughs> you know, so what is so what is Easter? You know, I mean, come on. <laughs> you know, I get my holidays mixed up. <laughs> um, but do I believe in witches? I believe in spirits. So I guess, you know, I mean, I would have to say, yeah, I believe in in uh in witches. Uh, or I believe in, uh, you know, another world that maybe we can't see. How about that? Um, but, you know, uh, I think, you know, on the flip side of that is, you know, calling people witches and demonizing women. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm getting off into this, but it does happen. You know, that can all go too far, right? Um, I don't think that it should be used in a negative way. Um, I think it's, you know, it's a, it's, you know, a fun thing. And I think that's how people should, you know, should, should, uh, should talk about it. But certainly I'm not in favor of any time somebody, you know, uses that in a demonic way or in a really negative way, or, you know, I'm just saying, you know, putting witch hats, witch hats, hat, hats on women because, you know, it's some sort of meme or something because, um, you know, there a lot of women were killed, you know, yeah. in history, um, you know, who are accused of that. And I tell you, Teddy, um, I mean, if I had lived back then, I think I would have lasted maybe 24 hours. I mean, they would have been. <laughs> well, you know, I appreciate you saying that because we are going to put on the uh, narrative for today's episode. We are going to put a link to the Salem witch trials. And I think it's really important, like what you said is that, you know, that um, it was interesting because I don't ever recall during, you know, all the stuff I've read and all the movies we've seen, I never recall men being burned at the stake or hung as witches. Uh, never saw that and maybe it happened, but I don't recall that. But I think you're right. I think that, you know, from folklore, you know, there are a lot of people who do believe and uh, there's a lot of people who believe uh, in witchcraft. And sometimes it's, I think is, I, I forgot what they call the white witches. Um, there's a name for it. Wiccans? Wiccans? Yeah, Wiccan. Thank you. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, yeah. And so a lot of people believe it's um, um, a source of power, a spiritual source of power of uh, their faith. And, um, and I mean, and I'm not there to say uh, that it's not true. And, you know, and I more power to them for that. But I think you're right. I think because, you know, and you think about growing up, we grew up, you know, where you, um, you know, your mom, if, you know, you had lazy parents, they would, uh, you know, get an old bed sheet out and put a hole for your eyes in your mouth and you were a ghost. And I mean, every one of us probably at one time was what we called then a hobo uh, and, you know, or the poor person and, you know, or, you know, I mean, that kind of stuff. So I do want to say to you, one of the things I want to rem uh, remind our listeners is, it's really important to try not to be offensive and be sure to use wise choices when picking out your Halloween costumes. For example, men dressing like women or those using culturally insensitive costumes, it's not funny or cute. You know what I mean? And I know people try to have a good time, but just make sure that if you are uh, choosing a costume that might offend other people that you do not uh, um, do it in a, a way that is offensive. And I mean that by your actions, what's your thoughts? Well, exactly. You know, and, and I can think about the time that, um, you know, my son wanted to wear a really, really scary mask, you know, to um, uh, to Halloween and it wasn't appropriate for school. And so we had to, you know, put the kibosh on that. 
and, you know, turn him into an angel, right? Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but, you know, yeah, be sensitive to other people. Have fun, but be sensitive out there and, and you know, make sure that you're not doing anything that would offend other people. I mean, I got to tell you about my other offensive, probably offensive one, which was when I dressed as Dr. Kevorkian for one of my Halloween parties. And I had the lab coat and everything and, and you know, the glasses. And I, and I had uh, Skittles in my pocket and I was going around the room and telling everybody, okay, you're dead, you're dead, you're dead. And nobody thought that was funny, Teddy. I don't know why, because I thought it was hilarious. Um, so maybe, you know, looking back on that, uh, you know, at the time it wasn't uh, that funny. And maybe people, you know, were offended because, you know, they, they actually supported Dr. Kevorkian and I do, I do too. I, you know, I think there's a fine line between sense of humor, having a sense of humor about Halloween, which I think everybody should have, but also, you know, being sensitive and ladies, please, please stop dressing up. Like you work, you're not only dressing up for Halloween, but you're working the oldest profession in the, in, in the, okay? I, I've just had enough of it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to you know, put myself out there and tell you, I'm just tired of it. I don't get it. Um, you know, uh, sexualizing Halloween costumes, you know, maybe I'm showing my age again, but I just think it's silly. It's inappropriate and it doesn't do a lot, you know, for women. So, you know, let's stop, let's stop. Okay. Now, if you want to be a little cute little kitty, I'm okay with that. Maybe a little even sexy little kitty and you want to be a little sexy in your costume. That's great. But we are over the top, you know, you go into one of these, you know, stores, you know, Halloween stores and, you know, you can buy, you know, the, you know, this, the, 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 the slutty everything. And the keyword is, <laughs> you know, slutty, slutty. No, know, the naughty nurse. Yeah, the, the naughty, uh, the naughty maid, <laughs> the French maid. <laughs> the slutty ice cream cone maker, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, enough's enough, right? <laughs> hey. I'm all about slutty, but I do laugh because I'm thinking when you were saying about uh, ladies sexualizing, you know, dressing like, you know, prostitutes or whatever, women of the night, I'm laughing because I'm like, I'm sorry, but I can go to Kroger and see that every day. I wouldn't know who wasn't working the streets based on the way people dress now. I mean, some of the stuff is inappropriate, even without Halloween, right? So, right. Exactly. no, and I, I think you're right, though. I think that that's interesting when, you know, you go to a place like Party City, um, I don't know. We used to have a party store here in Lansing, South Lansing, but it's no longer there. Uh, and so I don't know if we have them. I know there's that um, store that comes around this time. Used to be at Ashley Furniture, the Halloween store. I forgot what it's called, but they also sell them there. So yeah, and I think you're right is um, try to find, um, like, I really enjoy people who put the work and the time into their costumes. Um, and they, um, you know, really create something really unique and you almost have to ask them what it is. I love that. I love people who take all that time and some people are really into Halloween. I will also say, be mindful of the people you invite with you to a Halloween party. I went to a Halloween party several years ago and it was Elaine's Halloween party. And I brought a friend who I'm not gonna say her name, but um, I'll just call her Janice. So I brought Janice with me and uh, there was a a uh, professor from Grand Valley dressed as a clown and Janice proceeded to go up to that person and say, so what, you're dressed as a pedophile? And I'm not joking. And so, <laughs> and so be mindful of the guests you bring with you. <laughs> 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 
sure I would have done that. Um, you know, I think Halloween should be fun. I mean, that's the basic premise, right? That it's fun. Like, you know, it's not, it's not, uh, from, I don't believe it's promoting evil. I never, you know, have bought into that. I don't, I, I think, you know, all, all things in moderation, right? Have some fun, go out there, uh, you know, enjoy yourself. You know, um, maybe being a hobo wasn't the worst thing you can be. <laughs> You know, now looking back on it, it sounds seems pretty innocuous, you know, but uh, um, but you know, be, also have fun, be sensitive to other people, and you know, ha, you know, have have a good time. I mean, I, you know, should I dress? Should I have dressed as Monica Lewinsky? You know, maybe to some people, maybe not. Um, but you know, I put a lot of work into that thing. I must admit, I, I put a lot. I still have the Bill Clinton cutout. And sometimes when I have people over, I put him at the bar downstairs um, just to help us serve because I just like the thought of a president serving me drinks. So now I do want to say to our listeners um, <laughs> that dinging you're hearing is Lisa's email for everything she makes as a great co-host. She's horrible with technology. <laughs> Well, Teddy, those are my special sound effects. <laughs> is it is it is it my timer to shut the hell up? Is that what that is? <laughs> no, what that is is that beeps every time I'm showing you support um, for something that you said. <laughs> I love it. So let me ask Lisa, you're a, a mom and I know your kids are grown, and I'm not sure you really want me saying this, but you're also a Mimi, you're a grandmother. And um how were you like at Halloween? Um I um, it's kind of funny because I don't really recall. I really wasn't a, I liked it when I was really little, the trick-or-treating, but didn't really care much about it after that. But um, how were you about like rules when you sent your kids out? Did you, you know, it's a, it's a different time when we grew up and I knew you grew up on uh, army base, but you know, like for example, in uh, West Michigan, where I grew up that uh, we were only allowed to trick-or-treat so many blocks and we right in our area because we knew everyone. Um, and what do you think parents, especially now, it's so scary. I know um, um, my friend Gina Pons-Schultz just, uh, posted on her Facebook page about trunk or treat. Have you heard about those? Yes, I saw that. And I thought that was great. And it was very successful. I think it was yesterday, right? Yeah. So what is your thoughts on that? What, what is um, like, you know, I know you, it probably was different when your kids were growing up versus now, but what do you think parents should be careful about? What, and what advice would you give them about uh, trick or treating and Halloween in 2021? Well, you're probably not going to like this. <laughs> but... <laughs> oh, there we should have had that like that music from SUV. You know the um, what is that called? The what is that show where they play that sound every time there's something? Bum, someone... bum, 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 yeah. Bum, <laughs> so yeah. Like yeah, yeah. We're probably not going to like this, and there's a big but. But <laughs> um, but you know my. I just remember when I was growing up, my parents could never be happier than we were just getting out of the house and go getting some to go doing something to, you know, you know, kill off some time so they could have a glass of wine. Um, so, you know, we were pretty free to do everything when we were kids and nobody cared about it. Nobody, nobody looked over my candy, Teddy. I don't know about you. <laughs> never. 
I, I'm not so sure. I probably ate some poisonous candy in my lifetime, which was, would explain a lot. <laughs> but, you know, nobody cared. And I, I, I do think that some of the hype about Halloween is overrated. I'd like to think that most people are pretty good people. And, you know, I mean, who wants your kid that's dressed like a gorilla, you know, you know, and who wants to object children? I, I mean, I, okay, okay. I take this all back as I'm saying it. I, sound, I, mean, I realize it sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm saying this, but, you know, I think, you know, there's everything in moderation again, I'll get back to that. Like, you know, let your kids have some fun, you know, maybe you driving in the street, you know, like I know a lot of parents do that now and they go along with their kids. And I, I went along with my kids too. I mean, I stayed in the street kind of just made sure they, you know, they weren't getting abducted, but at the same time, um, you know, it was mostly because I just wanted them to make sure they got, um, the right kind of candy for me to eat. And so I always told them Halloween was all about them going out, dressing up, doing a lot of work and getting mom packs of nerds. So, um, cause I had a nerd, um, affliction, which I still do. So every time they came back, the only thing I was looking through in their candy was that I didn't even look for the razor blades. I just looked for the nerds. <laughs> <laughs> You can eat whatever the hell you want, but mama's got to check these. <laughs> That's right. But mommy's got to look at your candy because I want to pick out the candy that I actually want. So I guess have fun. You know, I mean, you know, make sure your kids are always safe. Um, but, you know, I think some of the hype that starts about Halloween, you know, scaring the scaring the bejesus out of people is a little over overdone. Well, in my gosh, we see all these corn maze and these haunted houses. I think Jackson has a huge one. Um, you know, I was going to say, as you were mentioning that about checking the kids candy, we're going to post on our Facebook page. There's a great um, graphic for those um, when you have children with uh, special needs come to your door, especially those autistic in ways you can be friendly and sensitive to uh, kids who don't, um, to you look, uh, maybe they don't look normal. And I don't want to really use that word, but we just want to make sure that we're being mindful and respectful for all the kids coming to our house. So we'll post that. Also, we want to, Lisa and I want to make sure that you check your local city township or village website or their Facebook page to find events, those dates and times for all your Halloween activities in your area. Uh, we'll be sure to post the state of Michigan suggested Halloween safety guidelines with today's episode narrative. So again, uh, we want everyone to have a good time and, um, uh, and you know, I don't know, Lisa, what's your thought? You know, there's a lot of, I, I don't even know if neighborhoods really do the trick-or-treating there anymore. Um, it, a lot of it, you know, I know churches do like what Gina posted, the big uh, trunk-or-treat, and I know like the malls will do it, um, different stuff. So with the pandemic, I don't know, and I don't have kids, but has the Halloween routine changed a lot to your knowledge? Well, I think so. And I think more people are doing the trunk or treat. Um, that's what my granddaughter did, uh, you know, the last couple of days. So I think that's a great idea. I hope somebody comes by and it's they're outdoors. I, so I hope somebody comes to my door. I've got a speaking of witches. I have my witch out and I will post it um, to our page so you can see my witch. It's a friendly witch who sits on our on our porch and she says, come and sit a spell. Ha ha ha. But she's got a friendly face. And, um, you know, I always put her out every year in hopes that people will come. We're getting less and less people for Halloween every year. So 
you know, um, maybe, maybe they won't show up this year. Maybe some people will keep their kids back um, because of COVID. Um, but I hope there's some kids who come out, you know, and safely trick or treat. I'll, I'll have a mask on at my house and it's not, it's not one of those scary ones. And I promise you, Bill Clinton won't be at the door, but I will be at my house, you know, ready to give out candy and hopefully we'll have some people stop by. And it, it's, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Halloween is on Sunday, October 31st this year. Is that correct? It's on Sunday, right. Yeah, and I'm looking at our weather forecast here in Lansing, and it says it's going to be a high of 57 and partly sunny. So hopefully it won't rain, and, you know, for those families that do get out there. So, yeah. Halloween can be iffy in Michigan. You know, we've had uh, times where, you know, people were just trick-or-treating from their cars and coming from their cars and running to our house. So, you know, and they've had to, you know, wear overcoats. And that's always a bummer when you're a kid. I mean, who wants to wear an overcoat, you know, and go trick-or-treating? But, hey, I'd do anything for candy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And, you know, I live in a large apartment community and um, I, I think they offer something up at the community center here, but um, they, I know that like no kid's going to come to our doors, you know, because, and I laugh because they say, well, just turn out your light. And I'm like, our lights are all controlled by the apartment community. So I have no, I can't turn out the porch light. Do you know what I mean? It comes on and off with dusk and dawn. So anyway, go ahead. Well, Halloween is fun. It should be fun. That's how people should approach it. Um, you know, have some fun out there, as you said, Teddy, but you know, be careful too while you're out there. We certainly respect everybody's feelings about Halloween this year. And if you want to keep your kids home, by all means, keep your kids home. Um, but you know, we like to have we like to have fun, and we hope some people will get out there in a safe way and and uh, you know trick or treat. Unfortunately, our time together is coming to an end. Beep. Thank you again for joining us on our Halloween special of Real Talk with Teddy and Lisa. We look forward to having you join us on future episodes. And as always, take a moment and head on over to our website at tlrealtalk.com. Also, make sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're really popular. One over 1,000 downloads. Woo, woo. Where the hell are your dings when we need them? Okay. Um, <laughs> thanks again, everyone, for joining us on another episode of Real Talk with Teddy and Lisa. Remember, whether you are a ghost, a witch, or a ghoul, no matter where life's journey takes you, it's always a great time to grab a cup of coffee, some hot tea, some witch's brew, or a martini, and let's keep talking. Mm-hmm.